523. Holy cow. Eager beavers. Look at us. Oh, settle down. Chomping at the bit, ready to go. Who gave you so much coffee? I, didn't, I haven't even had a. I haven't had a single drop of coffee yet. It's still in my lunch bag. I really need to order those pillows. I don't. <laughs> uh, we have. Uh, it's it's a little frosty, a little cool out this morning. Not. I shouldn't say frosty because there's no actual frost. That will come later in the week, overnight, when we have overnight temperatures in the minus one to minus three range here in the city. Edmonton. That would have screwed up your tomatoes. Yeah, that's well. All my all my tomatoes are off. Uh, Sixteen degrees, the expected high today. So there's a chance of some uh, fly, uh, showers off and on uh, either today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, sort of thing. Uh, seven degrees to start your day uh, this morning. We. Uh, I have a weather forecast here for you, brought to you by the Klondike Insurance. They understand where you live and what you drive, locally owned and always available to discuss your insurance needs. 780-439-0715, klondikeinsurance.com. You know, it's funny. Uh, heading out to Toefield yesterday for K97's Fairways to Heaven at Coal Creek Gol- uh, Golf Resort. It looked pretty what, fantastic. Oh, what a terrific golf course. What a what a hidden gem. It's, uh, you know, on uh, Range Road 182 uh, out there just past Toefield if you're heading out on 14 away from Edmonton. Yeah. They're getting their crops off. With That was another thing to drive out and see all of the crops come off. I got my crops off earlier this week. We, uh, that sounded very awkward. It sure did. And I'm just going to move <laughs> on because I'm, even this doesn't sound good. I'm talking about my tomatoes, but that's that's another thing. <laughs> you, you got your crops <laughs> got off some, this got my, week. How do you like that? Uh, <laughs> here's my, your homework for the listeners today. Somehow add, I got my crops off at yeah, in sure. a conversation. I, I'm talking about my tomatoes in my garden. I got uh, dozens and dozens of pounds of tomatoes. I've already given some away to, to neighbors and friends and, and stuff. I brought some in for Pete to take home to Loren yesterday. Gotta tell you, man, they're they're delicious tomatoes. Full hat tip to you. Did uh, you did you have a tomato yeah. sandwich on toast? A toasted tomato sandwich. And as you know now, an avid bread enthusiast, I make my own bread. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I gotta tell you, I mean we're I, I got I got a little creative last night. Some of my fresh bread, your fresh tomatoes. Mm-hmm. We had two different types of cheese, some bacon, toasted it all together. Right. It's the District One Dagwood. It's delicious. The District One Dagwood. Oh we could be rich right now. It was that good. I made two of them last night. Felt like a full fat kid. I should you could have done it earlier in the season. It's too bad my lettuce didn't coincide with the ripening of the tomatoes. <laughs> That because would add 25% right there to the sandwich. could have added, a, a, and the markup on lettuce. It's massive. It's ridiculous. It's all water, people. Don't be fooled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Where's that celery? Uh, no, lettuce is uh, mostly water. Lettuce, cucumber, celery. Uh, well, all that stuff is uh, is very... Uh, I'm serious. The sandwich was so good. The tomatoes were so... I've, I've got to let the uh, the rest of them freshen up. I went through all the, the ones I can right now. Yeah, I gave you some that were yeah. pretty pretty ripe. And Ready to rock. Some that could sit for a few days uh, cool. because you know, nobody can eat that amount of tomatoes in, in one sitting. I'm baking you a loaf of bread to come in. You got to try it. Is it... Uh, what kind of bread? Sourdough? You I'm got doing to, a nice French... Uh, like 12 grain? white. I can do it all. You know, while the bread machine. You're doing a French what? The bread machine can do it all. I do a nice French crusty. It's very good. A French crusty? Oh, it's good. It's good. I might do a classic white for the sandwiches, though. That sounds worse than getting my crops off. (laughs) This is the all-new Terry Evans Show.
with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K97. There you go. There's our little U2 to start your day this morning. We were talking about U2 and Metallica last week, uh, about Metallica being the, you know, uh, the the biggest band in the world with all of the money that they're making from touring. But they, they, they're making a ton of money from touring and from merchandise, but they're still not selling as many tickets as... You too, which and, sells more tickets. And they're still not good enough for the Super Bowl, apparently. <laughs> it would be great if they were on the Super Bowl. Yeah, one of, uh, I can't remember what member of the band, I just skimmed an article on that on one of the music sites I follow, and it's, they were taking digs at the Super Bowl about it. Because that article came out saying, hey, yeah, we sell a lot. Hey, we're kind of popular, but they keep getting turned down for the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, some of the things that they've had on the Super Bowl have been Valid and worthy. Uh, other things they've had in the Super Bowl, pff, not so much. Yeah. Springsteen turned 70 yesterday. He's He was, uh, I remember when he played the Super Bowl and dig the the big run across the stage, oh, yeah. slid on his knees right into the ca- shot of the camera so that all you could see was the, the boss's bulge. <laughs> big old crotch shot of Bruce Springsteen right from the camera down in the pit. That's fun, too. Janice uh, Jackson's boob turned 53 the other day, too. That was a big Super Bowl performance. <laughs> Former. I remember that. It came out, had a peek at everybody there. Yeah. I was like, hey, hello, I'm here now. It's time for the 540 Funny brought to you by the comic strip. Appearing this week is Leonard Oosts. I hung out with everybody. I don't care about your race. I don't care. I'm, you know, I don't care. I don't, white, black, I don't care. My favorite friend was white, named Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, Tanner had the best post play snacks. One time we was playing at his house, he pulled out some Lunchables. And it messed me up, because I didn't even know you could eat Lunchables at home. Um, I, I thought you had to be in school to eat Lunchables. I was so excited, I ate two semesters worth of Lunchables at his house. Yeah. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock. It's at uh, 5.53, harvest time. The uh, crops are coming off the fields. Was driving out by Toefield as we were out for Kennedy 7's Fairways to Heaven at Coal Creek yesterday. So it was neat to see the combines and tractors and whatnot out there working hard. They work from early in the morning till late at night pulling the crops off the field. Pete, you ever worked on a farm? I've done some farm work, but I never got to drive the cool combine oh, or anything. The combine was uh, was uh, driving that. You feel like the king of the world. You're right? like at the front of the Titanic standing there. You're like uh, Bill Murray. I'm sailing. <laughs> when you're driving a combine here, here at the top of the world. It's uh, also harvest time. I pulled all the tomatoes off because we've got, uh, well, minus temperatures overnight expected for the weekend. So don't leave your tomatoes on. Or if you, for some reason, you know something or whatever, and you're putting blankets over, that's fine too. And then you've been giving them away to everybody here. I don't know if you're going to have any left. You <clears> gave <throat> me a pile, and I started making the District 1 Dagwood last night. It was delicious. And... That's the thing. I have to look at it and estimate when the the peak ripening. I have to make sure that I give a care package to somebody that's got some that are ripe now and some that will ripen in four days and some that will ripen in six or seven days. So that's kind of the process I look look at when I give people tomatoes. It's like tomato trig- trigonometry over there. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. It's a science. <laughs> uh, oh, what do you want to bet? This is uh, Millennial Scott who wants a tomato uh, update. It's Tuesday for a tomato update. Is it Scott? Is that you? No, actually, it's Gork. 
Hey, hey, Gord. All right. We'll, we'll hey, take it, Gord. This, this is for Terry. Hey, don't, don't you ever freeze your tomatoes when they're or ripe and stuff like that? Uh, they're great for tomato sauce and over the winter make spaghetti and soups and stuff like that. Well, it's uh, this is only my second year of me personally growing tomatoes for my own uh, consumption. So, and, and I haven't gotten to that point. I just figured I better give them away so everybody can eat them fresh. So I, that's, I, I, that's good, too, fresh. But I tell you, man, it's really good over the winter. You freeze them up and you take them out whole. I freeze my tomatoes every January in winter. Oh, All right. Sure. Look at that. <laughs> Tomato advice from a gourd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipka. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. If you are a fan of Kevin Smith, actor, director, personality, he's uh, he's he's quite a dude, man. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is coming to town in Edmonton uh, January 18th. Uh, we're going to have Kevin Smith on the show for almost the whole 8 o'clock hour Uh and he's just such a, a terrific interview and, and storyteller. And you're going to be able to watch the Jay and Silent Bob reboot with yeah. him in the same room and then have a Q&A with him afterward. Yeah, you're going to ask Jay and Lunchbox as many questions as you want. You're a huge friend, uh, fan of, uh, yeah. of Kevin Smith, so it was kind of cool that uh, we got to do that. Uh, we'll have him uh, on the show later. Uh, you're looking at... 16 degrees today and tomorrow. There's a slight chance of some rain shower activity. Otherwise, a mix of sun and cloud and windy both days. Uh, overnight on the weekend, we're going to get down to minus 1, minus 3, somewhere in there. So cover your tomatoes. Uh, 7 degrees to start your day. SWS Marine Group. Your boat deserves some TLC. Cold temperatures coming. SWS offers full winterized, uh, winterizing service and storage. Call to book your appointment today or visit swsmarinegroup.com. Controversy, investigative reporting, Terry. New documents uncovered by Global News show a lab test of the calcium chloride reveals that uh, it's really bad on our stormwater systems and our sewer systems, and it's actually going against the sewer bylaws set by the own city of Edmonton. So the city is breaking their own bylaw by putting out this calcium chloride <laughs> and having it leak into the sewers? And destroying our own infrastructure. <laughs> Seems a little counterproductive, but uh, Global News is hard-hitting and checking it out for us. So I'm not sure what will come from this, but I kind of got a chuckle out of that. <laughs> oh, no, there's nothing wrong with it. What? It's, oh, um... It's, uh, it's eating away our entire sewer system. Don't worry about uh, that. That's the next council's problem. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kenny says Alberta's budget will be delivered October 24th, a couple days after the, uh, what is it, day or two days after the uh, election. He was asked Monday if he'll blink on making tough spending cuts. He said, just watch me. He was quoting Pierre Trudeau from back in the Civil Liberties Day. Oh, during really? the Quebec, Yeah, the radical Quebec separatists over the October crisis. Kenny said tough choices need to be made to get Alberta's multi-billion dollar budget deficits back into balance in four years. Uh, the UCP ran on balancing the budget in their first term, and on Monday, uh, the Premier effectively staked his party's reputation on it. He says, we're going to be judged by this. Barring some global financial catastrophe, if we do not balance the budget by the time of the next election, I would expect many Albertans to hold this to account. And yeah, if you're going to run on that as your political platform, you better cinch up your your belt, pull your pants up so your belt loops are just below your nickel, nipples, nickels, either, both, <laughs> and get to work, buster. 
You okay over there? Yeah, I'm not putting up with this anymore. I was under the impression balances, uh, budgets balance themselves, Terry. So, oh, that's I, right. I, 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 I don't know. This seems very counter well, counterintuitive well, to why what I was told. Why is Kenny putting so much effort into yeah, it? They just they just fix themselves. The Edmonton. This uh, story's good. The Edmonton Humane Society is unveiling their uh, new mobile spay and neuter unit today. Oh yeah. Uh, they're calling it Pal's Surgical Unit. Seems a little heavy, but hey, it's uh, it's neat. It steps towards uh, you know houses and, and people that need to get their pet owners or sorry their pets spayed and neutered so they don't continue to. You know. Wow, <laughs> yeah, their pets. If, if yeah, they you don't want to spay or neuter your daughter your, or anybody. Your here. pet owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there's some people out there that I look at and that walk through this mall specifically. I'm like, we should neuter that family. Yeah, they should have been. Uh, uh, we've seen stories like this before, but the reason behind this one is pretty sweet. There's a World War II vet named James South from down in the Dallas area. He's going viral after he made a sign asking people to send 100 birthday cards for his 100th birthday. It's coming up October 7th. He wants to decorate his room with them. His late wife was one of the reasons he thought of it. While they were dating... Back during World War II, she wrote him a letter every day that he was gone fighting overseas. They were married for 55 years until she passed away in 2001. Then he lived on his own until a couple of years ago when yeah. he finally moved into a retirement home at the age of 98. So, uh, like I said, it's Octo- uh, October 7th birthday coming up. Yeah. Still about, uh, you know... There's enough time to send a letter. Sure. Yes. So that's going viral. If you uh, look up 100 cards for 100th birthday, you'll probably be able to find the story. Just GTS and uh, send him a card. He'd love it. You're so hip. Do what I can, Pete. (laughs) The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here are some things you don't need to know. Every uh, every morning we try and come up with the things you do need to know. We uh, let you know at 6.05, 7.05, and 8.05. Those tend to be the things that, uh, you know, you're going to see on the news later in the day uh, after the TV uh, people have uh, been able to gather all their information. They got to do their hair first. <laughs> yes, and put on their makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, occasionally there are things that uh, may not be the lead story. You won't, the, you won't catch this on Global News, not, you're saying? It might not be the lead story on Global News or CTV or anything like that. Maybe at the end of the newscast, but it may be. It, 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 not everybody's going to be talking about it, but there's going to be that one weird person that says, did you hear about this? I'll be that weird person right now, Terry, and hit us with this knowledge. Okay. Uh, I can't guarantee it, but <laughs> I feel like this might be the first time someone in Louisiana has ever been attacked by a camel. There's a uh, there's a truck stop in Gros Tet, Louisiana. Gros Tet means big head, by the way, and they have a 600 pound camel named Casper living there in a in a petting zoo. Holy crap! At a truck stop in Gros. So uh, adjust your travel plans accordingly for your winter vacation. Honeymoon destination set. Gros Tet, Louisiana, just to see Casper, the 600-pound camel. Last week, a couple and their dog were at the truck stop, and the dog wound up running into the camel enclosure. That spooked the camel. Casper spooked. Yes. I think that's funny because... Yeah, I get what you... <laughs> and, and when the woman went in to get the dog, Casper uh, kind of got, you know, reared up a little bit, got a little defensive, wound up pinning the woman against the wall and then sitting on her. Gave her two lumps. <sighs> Humps, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, she survived, 
by biting the camel's testicles. Oh, get out of here. The camel's was sitting right on top of her. She had no other place to go. Pinned there the way she was, first thing available to her was the biting of the testicles. That got him off of her. Sorry, I should have made that clear right away. Uh, anyway, she was able to escape, and the camel was... Uh, well, the camel was shocked, but not hurt. I mean, you would be too. I have so many questions. According to the manager of the truck stop, the woman didn't have any teeth. She gummed the she camel. She gummed nuts. the testicles of the of Casper the camel to. Uh, the cops came and 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 the the couple got tickets for trespassing and not having the dog on on the leash. I told you when I got to, to work this morning, it was the worst morning ever. I, I spilled some coffee in my new Mustang's <laughs> cup holder, and I was quite upset about it. But I guess getting teabagged by a camel might be worse. 97. 638. Get on the horn now. 780-451-8097 is the number to call if you want to win some John Fogarty tickets. His 50-year trip is coming up in October. October. Why don't they have the date? It's October 15th at Rogers Place. Okay. Rogers Place. Uh, two tickets for you to catch John Fogarty. The 50-year trip. Man, that's uh, some 50 years. This guy's been uh, hes been around seeing it all. Woodstock, right up to playing at Rogers Place. It's going to be another tough question like you did yesterday. Well, just hold on to your shorts there. We need to find a player. Have you got any spooky music? Any uh, suspenseful oh, contest I... music that Absolutely. we can play behind this? Got you, fam. All right. Oh, perfect. Nice. Good morning. Who's this? Robert. Hey, Robert. How's it going? Good, Robert. Hey, Robert. How come every time we talk to you, it sounds like you just woke up? No, I've been up since 4 o'clock. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. Robert, it's very simple. All you got to do is tell me what's missing. To win John Fogarty tickets. Okay. All right. O. J. H. N. Survey says... For John Fogarty tickets. Well, that was a little easier today since we did the same contest yesterday, Terry. Yeah, we did, and Robert played yesterday. <laughs> now Robert is a big winner. Congrats, Robert. Why, why is Robert a big winner? He's being rewarded for listening yes. every day. Yes, and that's and that's good. Thank you very much. It's, what? So you wake up at four, Robert? Sometimes three thirty. Yeah. Sometimes three thirty, like us. Okay. That's right. That's good. And why do you wake up so early? Because I live in Tollfields, and i got to drive to work and be here for five. Oh, okay. What do you do? You don't have to say where, but what, what do you do? What is your occupation? I run a cement terminal and load rail cars at product and load bulker trucks. Is that right? You're in charge of heavy equipment? No. Oh. Well, I load rail cars, yeah. What, by hand? No, 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 no. It's all... <laughs> no, no, not by hand. Wow. I can see why you get up so early now. That would yeah. take me all day. All right. Yeah. Okay, Robert. Well, we appreciate you listening, and we've got some John Fogarty tickets for you Perfect. for Thanks, October guys. 15th. You bet. Hang on a second. I'll get your information. We have more to give away for the rest of the week, and after 8 o'clock, we'll be talking with Jay and Silent Bob's reboot, uh, Kevin Smith, on the phone with us after 8 o'clock this morning. 
The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. NHL preseason tonight, Oilers and Yotes. The Coyotes at uh, Rogers Place, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, season starts next week. Is really? It, Already? Oh, hang on a second here. What is it? That seemed uh, early. Uh, yeah, next week. It's uh, September 24th. We're looking at, uh, yeah, a week from tomorrow. Holy crap. Vancouver's in town, and uh, that's the beginning of the regular season. I'll break out my little boy's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Pete's got an Oilers jersey that he got at Granimals. <laughs> It's a perfect. It's a little snug around the neck. But, Size six X. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're uh, getting down. They've been cutting the roster and getting things down. We'll talk with uh, Rob Tichkowski and find out uh, what's going on this week. We'll talk with him Thursday. Do we talk with him on Thursday or Wednesday? We talk with him on Thursday. We'll talk with Rob Tichkowski. He's our inside guy for uh, the inside dish with Titch. All things Oilers. Be chatting with him. Find out what's going on. I'll let you know tomorrow if there's anything that happened tonight. You going to the game tonight? Oh yeah, I'll be going to the game. It's not Thursday, Thursdays though. No, no. That I think they would. They wait to start that until uh, the regular season. And according to Rob, that'll be three periods this year of hockey. Three, where you can save money on beer. Three Thursday games with the five dollar beers uh, up until the end of the first intermission. Yes, uh, we've got our group buying agreement for the Lotto Max tonight's draw is fifty million plus some max millions. We've already got Jennifer, Alex, and Robert in on it. What are the numbers that are gone for those? That well, don't? we don't. We don't. I want to give the numbers out because remember we had somebody phone in and say they played our numbers as well. Oh. So if if they come up, then we have to split it with uh, Chucklehead that uh, That's used right. the they same bought numbers. the same ticket as us. Yeah, so let's skip the... We don't want to... I mean, if somebody was paying attention yesterday, they could have got the numbers. That's their prerogative. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, neither here nor We're there. We're not right giving you our secrets to winning the lottery. No, so. You have to pay to get our book for that. That's right. What's your name? Hello, good morning. JC, Carney Jim. Hey, Carney. All right, Jim. What uh, what number do you want for the ticket for tonight's draw? Four. All right. Four is good. You're in. Hang on a second, Jim. Hello, good morning. What's this? Uh, who's who's that? It's Sean. Sean, what number do you want? 29. 29 it is. Got you in there, Sean. Okay. And uh, you're the final person on our group buying agreement. What's your name? It's Mark. All right, Mark. What number do you want? 17? 17. Gotcha. Okay. Our ticket is complete. Get everybody Perfect. in. 50 million bucks. What uh, did you figure it out? 6.5. 6. 6. 6. I know that was like a school question. Hey, and you know what? After finishing the grade 10, uh, for okay, the... okay, good talk on that person are, there. Are you... <laughs> so he had a drive through. I yeah. think he's ordering. I'll take it to a double double. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I felt bad after this week of school, Terry. I was like, you know, I, I'm I like to toot my own horn as an intelligent person. I didn't do too well in school. So Oh, when the, the Terry and Pete go back to school? Yeah, so the math even yesterday threw me off. It was just a little bit of a PTSD moment there for my grade ten triple. Six point two five. See, there we go again. I'm full of what I've learned is I'm full of not, you know, school knowledge, uh-huh. but, but more Street useless smarts. more useless knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> more, more random trivia facts and things that... Is that what you put on your resume to get this job? I just sent in a VHS of me doing cat karate for like four minutes and it seemed to work. How do you like me? Meow. Huh? Classic Rock. K97.
Uh, still pretty decent here as far as the weather is concerned. If, uh, it's going to be a little windy. Uh, you'll have to dress warmly. I strongly recommend before, uh, if you have a chance here, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday sort of thing, uh, go out to Coal Creek out by Toefield there, part of the Puttycomb uh, group of uh, with Whitetail and Redtail uh, Red Landing. Uh it was terrific. That's the first time I played it. It's the course with the black sand in the, in the sand traps. Did you hit in there any at all? I, I, on the 17th hole, I finally went. I said to my buddy Kevin, I said, geez, all this talk about the black sand. I haven't even been in a sand trap all day. All of a sudden, plink, in the sand. It was Trudeau sand. Yeah. True. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't even uh, associate that. Did uh, you uh, Did you have, like, this is kind of like the first time you probably wanted to hit in the sand, though. Yeah, I wanted to know what it was what it was like. It, it, it's a it's a great experience. The course is terrific. I feel was, like uh, mini golf if you used like a green ball in there. It's you could. It's uh, it, it's a ways out there, but it's worth the trip. I uh, really enjoyed the track. It's the first time I'd played it. Seven degrees is your current temperature on the way to sixteen today. There is a chance of some rain, but otherwise a mix of sun and cloud, a little breezy. Same for tomorrow. Sixteen the high tomorrow. Twelve on Thursday. Still uh, decent weather if you want to get out and do some golfing at Coal Creek. The comic strip this week, the comic strip don't miss Leonard Oots. Yeah, be in the show about every show at thecomicstrip.ca. So it looks like some investigative reporting dug up new documents that show a lab test on the calcium chloride, that's the pickle brine or whatever you want to call it. That the oh, poor, the uh, slippery nah. streets. Yeah. yeah, and it reveals that, you know, this, this anti-icing agent exceeds the stormwater and combined sewer law bylaws set by the city of Edmonton and eventually will rot the system out. So the city is putting stuff that breaks their own bylaws on the streets that they set. I've started to send in tickets immediately. This is the same city that yeah. has approved and said, that's ah, fine. That's ah. not doing anything to your car or the concrete in your garage. Yeah. Your, your plastic fenders, don't stare. You're lying. Wash your car more. The steel supporting all those bridges in town? Yeah. Nah, it's don't fine. Worry about that. Mm-hmm, but it's not allowed to go in the... Sewers. I wonder if we could seriously write them tickets for this here. Well, go ahead. See how it works out for you. <laughs> I'll wait here. <laughs> uh, Jason Kenney's got the new budget coming out for the province October 24th, just after the federal election. Uh, they, he was asked Monday if he was going to blink when it comes to tough spending cuts. Said, just watch me. He was uh, kind of quoting Trudeau from back in the day when uh, he said, Pierre, when Pierre said that he would curtail civil liberties to deal with the radical Quebec separatists during the October crisis back in, what was it, 1970? I so wasn't around there. It was kind of, yeah, I know. It was kind of a, like a... a Harken back to that. Kenny said tough choices need to be made to get Alberta's multi-billion dollar budget deficits back into balance in four years. That's what they ran on. That's what they campaigned on. And he says if we don't uh, hold ourselves accountable to that, then Albertans are going to be, hey, and that's true. If you're going to spout and spew off about that during the campaign and you're going to promise that, you better uh, damn well have it done. So uh, it's He also campaigned on getting Albertans back to work, and I'm not really seeing a whole ton of that happening yet either. So he's got he's to get some stuff going, man. He sure does. Uh, the Edmonton Humane Society is unveiling their new mobile spay and neuter unit today. They're calling it PALS. It's a surgical unit that'll, you know, roll up and help spay and neuter families' pets that, you know, have a hard time fa- paying for it. Because it's, it's good. You want to spay and neuter your pets. I mean, if you've ever watched The Price is Right, you know that. 
So that'll, that'll help you. Yeah, you can check it out on their website, and, and that way it'll help prevent another litter of cats and dogs that's, you know, not going to be Overpopulating, yeah. 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 I don't think you can call it on your neighbor's <laughs> a little research, I think, might have to go into it, but it's a, it's a good. Uh, I think it's a good thing. There's for, a family down the street that just keeps popping out kids. No, it's can't not call it you, on them no, either. No, you can't do that. They're leaving uh, their toys all over the place. If you uh, are looking at the skyline of the city and thinking, "Hmm, that's nice," uh, you may want to uh, have a boo at this. City council voted nine three Monday to approve a new high rise neighbor for the Hotel Mac. Developers plan to build a fifty to fifty five story slim tower on the southeast corner of Jasper Avenue and 100th Street. Right where uh, Frank Oliver Park is there? Yep. Uh, they're going to leave a bit of a green space between the new tower and the hotel. Uh, as of right now, they're thinking the building is going to include some commercial and public space along with residential rental apartments. So okay, It's good to revitalize the downtown core. I kind of get it. Well, one of the important things to note about this is the Fairmont Hotel McDonald actually backed the developers for this project. So if they're in favor of it and the revitalization of downtown and the city council, there seems to be a lot of yays. Not a lot of nays. So uh, this looks like it could be a good thing. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K97. 720, talking about playing out at Coal Creek for K97's Fairways to Heaven yesterday. Had a terrific day with Dave. It was Dave's birthday. Happy birthday, Dave. Dave had uh, many birthday balls off the tee. <laughs> oh, he, um, he got a couple extra birthday mulligans Yeah, in there? Dave might still be out there. I'm not sure. I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Dave and Mike, we had a great time uh, golfing there. Uh, you, of course, had some business to tend to, so I went out with my wife's cousin. We had uh, a terrific time. But it was a little cool, but Jerry and uh, staff out there, just, I mean, the course is in terrific shape still. And uh, what a track. I really enjoyed it. Dave was hitting a lot, though, you were saying? Like, Dave you could have given him some tomatoes to play oh, instead. Oh, my God. Dave's arms were so tired at the end of the day <laughs> from swinging so many times, I'm sure. So um, he celebrated his birthday. And then, yeah, I told you I was driving back in. It's, it's Sometimes it's nice to get out outside the city and see what's going on. And it's harvest time. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's a, if you're a farmer, man, you work hard and you work long hours at this time of the, uh, this time of the year trying to get in. Th- I mean, you got a window. You're looking at the weather. You got to cold temperatures. You got rain coming. You got wind to deal with. You got this. You, you know, you're trying to make sure if, if you don't have the equipment yourself, you got to be borrowing, beg borrowing and stealing and, and that sort of thing and working with uh, other people who have land, uh, you know, adjacent to you and everybody helps each other it's uh, it's pretty remarkable to see what farmers do to get their harvest done at this time of the year according to a news story 18 percent of the harvest is done so far you're in that 18 percent because you're a district one farmer a tomato farmer actually. oh yeah when i harvested my tomato well i know i know it's we we got them all off this past weekend because it's going to be cold this weekend okay, you got your tomatoes off Got my tomatoes off. Thank you very much for suggesting that with the foul. Uh, I did not have any of that foul. In well, I gave you tomatoes yesterday. You said you enjoyed them. You I had tomato sandwiches. Made two of them yesterday. It was delicious. Well, there you go. It's the District One Dagwood. I baked the bread. You have the tomatoes. It's yeah. a. It's. 
It's like, you know, two parts of the city coming together. Here. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, I, that's exactly what I was thinking when I brought the tomatoes. <laughs> I gave, brought, make sure I brought some that were ripe. Yes. Some that are going to be ripe in about four or five days. Some that are going to be ripe in six or seven days. So that's mm-hmm. you're going to think about that when you're spacing things out. Oh, the hammer's on the phone. Yes, hammer. It's the hammer. How are you guys doing? I know. Good, man. What's up, road hammer? Well, I've got a slightly better crop story than yours. Um, oh, he's out cropping you. I'm on my way to uh, Thorsby to, uh, oh, wait, no, Thorhild, sorry, Thorhild to a facility that uh, does a 160-acre hemp farm. Right. And it looks really good and it smells really good, but it doesn't have anything. I'm going to go with Terry's, <laughs> t- Terry's tomato stories winning. At least I can eat that stuff. <laughs> Well, they can make rope out of it. So I can hang myself after listening to this? In retrospect, <laughs> I guess it wasn't that great. But I walked into the field the other day. We're not really supposed to, but I had to smell it. And, oh, yeah, that's uh, it's intoxicating. So just to recap your story here, we can't actually get high on the field you saw. You trespassed. <laughs> and uh, we can have some rope instead of a delicious well, the, meal. Uh, well, there's a lot of other stuff. I think they get the CBD or whatever you call it out of this as well, right? The medicinal stuff that makes pain go away. Hammer. It's huge. Yeah. The, what I'm experiencing now... Uh, is is that what most people experience when they listen to me tell a story? <laughs> okay, I'll I'll come back with better. All right, swing and a miss. This could be the most important election in Canadian history, but I doubt it. It's time for what's happening on the campaign trail. Team Green Leader woke up from a fireball bender late in the afternoon with a no-fly pest strip stuck to her face and asked in a startled manner, what I miss? When informed of Team Red Leader's misappropriations last week, she leaned back in the bathtub where she had been sleeping and said, bet that was a great party. Team Orange leaders spent the weekend condemning the behavior of Team Red Leader and reassuring Canadians of color that they are worthy. He then said if Team Red Leader is so desperate to become a big-time Bollywood actor, maybe he should enroll in the New Delhi Institute of Art and Film. Team Orange leader then covered the microphone, leaned in, and whispered to one of his advisors that Team Red Leader couldn't even clean Priyanka Chopra's chocolate. Never mind, act in a Bollywood movie. The preceding message was endorsed by... Absolutely nobody. Because it's complete BS. Terry and Pete just made it up. What we do endorse is for you to get informed and then vote on October 21st. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Hi, K97. Who's this? Hey, it's Clayton. How's it going this morning, Terry? It's Clayton. Good, Clayton. What's going on there, buddy? Well, I had kind of a pleasant experience last night. That's wonderful to hear. Fairly hard on the new music most of the time, but I took my son was just bound and determined he wanted to go see Ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'd listen. He let me listen to a few other songs. I actually didn't mind them at all. So we went up there, and man, did they put on a good show. Yeah, they're a freaky bunch, aren't they? Yeah, but they're good players. The opening band sucked, but <laughs> a bunch of screamo idiots. But... <laughs> That's very kind of you. <laughs> oh, Clayton. <laughs> what is what is that when they what is it when they give you a compliment and then a, a, a negative thing in the same backhanded compliment? Backhanded. Well, no, com- it was a, 
That's it. Passive aggressive. He was good. I'd never heard of the opening band, and there's a reason. Uh, yeah. okay. You should write Yelp reviews. <laughs> I'd read them all day long. <laughs> Thanks for but the no, call, Clayton. Okay, talk to you later. We'll see you. K-97. We're looking at a cool uh, 7 degrees out the door this morning on the way to 16 for a high today and tomorrow. A little breezy, and uh, there is a chance that we could see some rain shower activity at some point here over the next three days. Friday, too, for that matter, but Friday... The high is only going to be 5 degrees. Overnight, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to get into the minus temperatures. You know, at this time of the year, if you're minus temperatures uh, overnight, it means because it's pretty much clear for the most part. Okay, so so there's some positive spin to it, Well, yeah, just be glad it's not uh, minus 3 on Saturday and Sunday night and, uh, you know, cloudy and raining because then it wouldn't be rain. No. It would be snowy. Seven degrees to start your day. SWS Marine Group, your boat deserves some TLC. And, yeah, it's getting to be that time of the year. If you haven't already, SWS offers full winterized service and storage service. Uh, call to book your appointment today. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. Definitely want to do that because you don't want any of this gunk on your boat. That's for sure. The calcium chloride here after an investigative discovery here for uh, Global News. It shows that, that uh, you know, the pickle brine they're pouring on your roads, well, it actually exceeds stormwater as well as sewer bylaws set by the actual city of Edmonton. So, they're breaking their own rules and telling you, you need to wash your car more. This stuff does no damage whatsoever. When, in fact, it's eroding, actually, all of our infrastructure. Hmm. A little counterproductive. To say the least, perhaps. Interesting. Uh, Jason Kenney. Uh, throwing down the budget three days after the federal election. He'll have the provincial budget for us October 24th. He says, uh, yeah, there's going to be some uh, adjustments, to put it mildly, I suppose. But when you think about it, he campaigned on this to get elected, Uh said that he was going to be uh, balancing the budget in their first term. And he effectively staked his party's reputation on it. He says, we will be judged by this, barring some global financial catastrophe if we do not balance the budget by the time of the next election. He would expect many Albertans to hold them accountable. And for us to do that to politicians is proper. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, get your uh, rear end gear there, Kenny, and uh, figure it out. Uh, it may not be easy on all of us, uh, but when it comes to running the province as a business, that's pretty much how it should be done. See how things develop from there. Humane Society in Edmonton here is unveiling their new mobile spay and uh, neuter unit today. This is, a, this is a good thing here. They're calling it PALS. It's a surgical unit, so officials say it's another step in knocking down the barriers that some pet owners face when they need to get their pets fixed, so that way you don't have unwanted litters. You know, I, I I get that. It's smart. You don't need a bunch of unwanted kids, whether they're cats or whatever, running around your house. Or I haven't had kids for the animals on that one, but aren't all litters unwanted at some point? For animals, that is. Dig me out of this hole here, Terry. Okay, city council. <laughs> 
City Council voted 9-3 Monday to approve a new high-rise for next door to the Hotel McDonald. They're going to build this in uh, Frank Oliver Park right there on Jasper Avenue and 100th Street. They figure it's going to be a 50 to 55-story slim tower on the southeast corner. Oh. A little bit of a green space will remain. Uh, The new tower and uh, the hotel right in between there. Uh, The building is going to include some commercial and public space along with residential and rental apartments. They figured that, you know, if uh, the Fairmont Hotel Mac people of the Fairmont people were kind of backing the developers on this and city councils backing the developers on this and, of course, the developers, they want to get in there and do this, add to the revitalization of downtown. It's kind of a no-brainer. I just hope they extend the funicular right to the top of that. You want the there. funicular to yeah. go 55 stories straight up? Yeah, I can smell pee for five minutes while I get to the top. Hello, K97. Who's this? My name is Rob. Rob, you are caller number nine. Awesome. A hundred dollars in your pants. Awesome. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K97. You just never know when any of those songs, uh, one or two or three or all four of them, are going to come up. you got to listen for them. They're uh, the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, Take It on the Run from Mario Speedwagon, which we just heard, and, mm-hmm. of course, Van Halen running with the devil. So, if you ever want the, Sorry, if you ever want the contest details, too, because you can't remember those, just k97.ca. You yep. should always be on there. It's all there. So we get an email a couple weeks back, and uh, the email says, Stacy says, uh, Kevin Smith is available for interviews. Because he's bringing the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow to Edmonton coming up January 18th. My head snapped around like it was uh, you know, an old one of those exorcist dolls or whatever. It's like, squeeze me? It's it was, right in your wheelhouse. Loved. I mean, I grew up on uh, Clerks and then Mall Rats and then Dogma and then Clerks 2. I mean, oh, I could yeah. recite his entire catalog. Big Oilers fan. Yeah. Lunchbox loves the Oilers. Huge connection to the city of Edmonton. Crazy health scare. I mean, a fascinating storyteller. And he's on the phone with us now. Here's uh, Kevin Smith. Hey, Kev. Good morning. How are you folks? Terrific. Thanks for action. Uh, up and Adam bright and early for you. Holy smokes there on the West Coast. But exciting news as Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow was coming to town. Yeah, I'm coming to you guys. Uh, when we announced the tour in, um, I guess it was July when uh, the trailer uh, first dropped at Comic-Con, we put up uh, dates for the first half of the tour that runs from like October to December. And uh, Canadians were very unhappy that there were no dates there. And then we put Vancouver dates there and then Canadians, we were more unhappy. So like, <laughs> Vancouver is not all of Canada. <laughs> so uh, we got to announce the second half of the tour and uh, that included a bunch of Canadian dates, including like Edmonton, including Medicine Hat. So at that point, Canada was happy with me again, and it was Tim uh, Tim Bits for All. Well, good, man. There, you know, we have some staunch Jay and Silent Bob supporters, myself included here. been following uh, those two characters since Clerks, Clerks 2, and then Mallrats, et cetera, et cetera. So it's oh, very you, exciting. you kidding me? All of Alberta has always been incredibly uh, supportive of the nonsense that I do, <clears throat> Edmonton particularly, because I had such an affinity for the Oilers and whatnot. So yeah. yeah. the city... 
embraced me a, a while ago and, and made me feel at home. And so we've been there to the Meyer Horowitz like a few times to do shows, and, and the city's always turned out. So it was an absolute no-brainer to bring the Reboot Road show there. So, we, yeah, we'll be there I think it's in January to watch the movie with the kids. January 18th, yeah. Uh, you know, to talk about Edmonton embracing you, there's certainly a lot less of you to embrace now. And, uh, of course, you had the health scare. How, how, like, this is pretty quick jumping in after uh, you had a heart attack last year, didn't you? Yeah, it was a year and a half ago I had uh, the big old Widowmaker. And I think that kind of informed the movie, to be honest with you. We were trying to make the flick prior to that. But then after the heart attack and after I came out of it, I was kind of, hell-bent to make the flick because uh you know when when i was on the table at one point <clears throat> i'd done two shows uh well i was supposed to do two shows that night two comedy shows and uh, we were sh- uh, shooting them both for a showtime special so we did the first one and then after the that show i started feeling weird and we canceled the second show and then it turns out i was having a heart attack I had no idea I just couldn't really catch my breath that's how it manifested wow so uh, i'm in the hospital and the doctor when they get me into the er the doctor's like what's your pain level and I was like, you know, negative three. He's like, oh, my God, then you're doing it wrong. When you're having a heart attack, you're supposed to be in a lot more pain than that. And I was like, I'm having a heart attack? He's like, you're having a massive heart attack right now. Nobody told you? And I was like, no, not at all. So when he had me in the ER, you know, how they get to your heart, or at least in my case, they can go, you know, crack your chest. They didn't do that to me. Some people, that go through their wrist. Me, they punctured a hole in my groin and went up through my femoral artery and stuff. So once he got in, inside of me, which sounds way dirtier than I meant it, once the doctor is up inside <laughs> me, he goes, you're a, you, you're 100% blocked. He's going, uh, we got to move very fast. I'm going to put a stent in you. Do you know what a stent is? And I said, uh, my mom's got a stent in her heart. I think she's got two, actually. And my doctor goes, oh, does your family have a history of heart problems? I said, no, my mother just has two cents in her heart. And my father died of a massive heart attack at age 67. He's like, we got to go very fast. He's like, but, you know, I know you're a comic book fan. I said, I am. He goes, well, I got to tell you, the name of the heart attack you're having is called the Widowmaker. And I said, why? And he goes, because in 80% of the cases where the patient has 100% blockage like you have, the patient always dies. <laughs> Very reassuring. He goes, but I'm going to put you in the 20% because I'm good at my job. And he disappeared into my crotch and went to make magic. Now, as I was laying there <laughs> thinking about, like, the math, and, I, you know, I'm a poor math student, but 80-20 is pretty easy to figure out. This is the first time in my life that I realized that I, I, I'm on the bad end of things. Like, you know, the 80% odds of dying, that ain't good. So I started going like, well, you could not leave this room tonight, so you better analyze your life, see where your head and heart is at, as now you're at the end of this journey of parent stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't, like, scared or sad or, you know, I assumed you'd have to pull me out of this world with my fingers clawing into the earth and stuff like that. Instead, there was just this weird sense of peace where I was like, you know what? Like, this makes sense. High school ended, you graduated, you move on to something else. I don't know what's after this. Maybe it's nothing, but... Everything concludes, and, and yours is concluding earlier than, than you'd like, but, you know, at the same time, you had a better life than you ever expected. You know, you had an amazing wife, a kid, great parents, brother, sister, had a weird, wonderful career, uniquely yours and stuff. So this is the end. Just kind of push back from the table. Don't be the last guy at the party at 4 in the morning. It's like, you still got any beer? Like, just leave, man. Time to go. So I was totally content with dying that night but then i remembered i was like oh man if i do die tonight 
Yoga Hosers is the last movie I ever made. I can't go out like that. <laughs> Nobody saw that movie. So at that point, I said, Jay and Son Bob Reboot, that would have been the movie to die on because, you know, I knew it encapsulated, like, all the old movies I made and stuff. So I was like, man, that would have been the one. So then I became, you know, kind of obsessed. You know, the doctor pulled me out of it. And then the next day, I was like, we have to get to Reboot. We got to move fast. So it took us, let me see, it was one year from the moment I had the heart attack. The one-year anniversary of the heart attack, we were on set. That was the first day of shooting on Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Program designed that way as a big F you to the heart attack. Like, you didn't get me. So awesome. then we went and made the flick, and the flick was so informed by the heart attack because it was just going to be like a funny movie and a funny sequel to a movie that we made 18 years ago, you know, when I got started on it. But by the time we made Jane Silent Bob reboot post-heart attack, I was like, this movie has to stand as a living gravestone in case the heart attack comes back and takes me out. I need this movie to not just be a movie that's fun, but also a movie that represents everything that I was and stood for in case I do drop decks. My father had a couple heart attacks, and the second one took him. Oh, and man. So, you know, even though I changed my diet and went vegan, I'm totally plant-based and lost like 70 pounds, at the end of the day, genetically speaking, I've got, you know, a weak ticker. So, you know, you never know if the other shoe's going to drop. So at that point, I went into the movie like, this is, this is going to be it. This is my last will and testament, which honestly... That's how you should go into everything in life. We're all living on borrowed time. We just don't realize it and stuff. And now I'm fully aware of it. Kevin Smith on the phone with us here this morning. We're going to talk more with Kevin about uh, his love for the Oilers. And uh, just let you know that Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, the movie, uh, is coming up here on January 18th at the Meyer Horowitz Theater. You're going to be able to watch it alongside the filmmaker, Kevin Smith, who's on the phone with us. And then there's going to be a Q&A after this so it's a pretty unique opportunity. We'll have some Robert Palmer and more with Kevin Smith after the break. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. You're lucky to be chatting with Kevin Smith. He's a director, actor, heart attack survivor, huge Oilers fan. Comic book master oh, and yeah. fan. And, yeah. Chance of oh. Clerks, Chasing Amy, Dogma, the... Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. This is the reboot that they're talking about. Didn't he do Zack and Mary make a porno? I too? think he might have. He's, his list of accomplishments in the film industry is, is quite extensive, Terry. Yeah. There's uh, uh, Oilers preseason tonight, Kev, and of course the season starts a week from tomorrow with Vancouver in town to take on the Oilers, man. Evans, yes. I was just there last season and toured the new facility with Kevin Lowe for a short that we did on uh, on uh, uh, the Oilers uh, uh, website. And while I was there, it was funny because I I did it at the old arena and then you know I went and did the new arena and both times it was with Kevin Lowe, Oiler legend Kevin Lowe, sure. five time Stanley Cup champion Kevin Lowe. So first time I met him was years ago and I was heavier and stuff and had to have the Oilers jersey on. Uh, or the my jersey, but in Oilers colors. Last time I met him last year, you know, I'd lost a bunch of weight and stuff like that. So uh, maybe I looked different. So first time I met him, they're like, uh, Kevin Lowe, this is Kevin Smith, huge fan of the Evans Oilers. We spent a day shooting videos together in the place and whatnot. I gushed like a fanboy. Years later, we do it again. Last year, they bring me in. So like, Kevin Lowe, 
is Kevin Smith. He's like, nice to meet you, man. I didn't want to embarrass him. He'd be like, we've met. We spent a whole day together, Kev. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, was, I was so, like, heartbroken. I was like, my hockey hero doesn't even remember me. But, you know, I did look exactly uh, different. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this. Kevin Lowe, you know, if I'm 49, Kevin Lowe's got to be pushing 60, right? Maybe 55, 60 or something like that. Somewhere in there. Yeah, so, he's about my age. Somewhere in that arena. So in the Oilers' new facility, which is gorgeous, just absolutely high-tech and gorgeous, you know, he's taking me in the locker room and stuff, and in the, the workout room, the weight room, they've got a mini piece of ice. It's not ice, but it's that Teflon stuff that you can skate on. More importantly, it's for shooting. It's for sitting there just, like, taking shots on a net. Yep. So, you know, it, it looks like a mini dog run. You know, it's fenced in and stuff. Very small, but enough to, like, you know, get a shot going. So uh, they're like, hey, man, you want to take some shots with Kevin Lowe? I was like, oh, would I? And then I realized this is the first time I've ever put a, a stick on an actual puck in my life. I was a ball hockey guy, and I was a goalie, so I was never, like, fooling around with a puck. So here I am giving a stick and an actual puck, and Kevin Lowe and I go into this little practice shot thing. He goes, go ahead, man. And I, I try to risk my first puck and i'm age 48 at this point man and oh my lord yeah i didn't grow up in canada i grew up in new jersey so we didn't have that you know at our fingertips wasn't a luxury that i grew up with so there i am launching my first puck and it felt amazing then i look over at the nearly 60 year old kevin lowe who risks a shot (laughs) so fast and so top shelf i was gobsmacked and literally said out loud Kevin Lowe! <laughs> explain his name. And, and I'm looking at this guy going, how is that possible? And then you realize this is a professional athlete who raised the Stanley Cup five times. Of course he's got a powerful wrister. But, like, it was insane to see in person. And even worse, I sat there going, could you imagine if your coach was like, get in there and block that shot. I feel like, I quit this game. You're out of your mind. Like, oh, it was it was, it was, was insane. But he's still got it, man. They should put him on the ice. It's, it's funny, too. I, I'm a season ticket holder, and every time I see Kevin, he uh, pretends he doesn't know me. <laughs> Do you also yell out, Kevin Lowe? Well, I've known Kevin and Karen and <laughs> for a million years. Uh, Kevin Smith is a director, uh, actor, movie, yeah. So yeah, actor. He's he's terrific. Uh, he's got some great stories to tell. He's going to be here January eighteenth with the Jay and Silent Bob reboot and an opportunity for you to watch the show with him in the room and a Q and A afterward. We'll have more with Kevin Smith coming up. It's a pretty cool opportunity that you've got uh, with this uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot roadshow that's coming to Edmonton on January 18th at the Meyer Horowitz. Kevin Smith on the phone with us. It's you want to hear something funny? Too. You're a huge fan. Of yeah, the, I'm a massive. Fan. What's funny? Um, Kevin won't remember this, but uh, I did get to meet him back in college as well. So this is like the second time. So like Kevin Lowe, right? Yeah, he doesn't remember me either. So <laughs> we're talking about that off air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. Uh, now is this the deal? They're going to be able to watch the movie with you in the room and then uh, do like a Q and A sort of thing right after the screening with you right there. Totally. Like normally, normally when we go to. Uh, shows for the last few years jay and i've been touring with this live podcast jay and silent bob reboot um we usually go someplace sit there for like an hour and a half and talk about life including the old movies we used to make 
So this time around, we were like, well, if they liked us talking about the old movies, I bet you they'd enjoy us talking about something new and even showing them a new movie. So this time we come intro, we all watch the movie together, and then afterwards we sit around and talk about it. Would you ever do another movie in black and white again, like original Clerks there? Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, at, at this point, like, you got to remember, Clerks being in black and white wasn't like some artistic statement. It became that over yeah. time. It really was cost conscious. Like, in order to um, uh, shoot color film in the store, uh, we would have had to get a, a very expensive light package because the store was lit by fluorescent light. Yeah. Dave Klein, our, our DP, came in. He was like, oh, we can't shoot under these. Everyone's going to look green. He's like, we have to rent a lighting package. I was like, I can't afford to rent a lighting package. I could barely afford to rent the camera. And he goes, well, I mean, I guess you could shoot black and white. Then it does, nobody looks green because everybody's in black and white. I said, ooh, Citizen Kane was in black and white. That was a movie. Let's do that. So, that was a movie. Cost, it was a cost-conscious decision. And then, like, when the movie came out, people would review it. I remember there's one review that said, it's shot in black and white as if from the perspective of the store's security camera footage. And, you know, I was like, wow, that's... That's, I never thought of that. But then every interview I did after that, they're like, why is it in black and white? I was like, because we wanted to make it seem like it was shot from the store security. <laughs> you stole the review line. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. There you go. Kevin uh, Smith on the line with us here this morning. January 18th, Meyer Horowitz Theater for the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow. And uh, Q&A after the screening with Kevin Wright in the room. I'll be there. I, I, I would imagine you would be. Uh, just uh, uh, The guy's got amazing stories. He's got a million of them. And when he tells, he, he, can, he can paint a picture. You can tell he's a director and a writer. And, you know, oh, yeah. He, he adds things to stories that create depth and, and layers and, and everything like that. It's just... Uh, it's I'm going to stand up in the middle of the auditorium and yell... Uh, well, of course you will. <laughs> right I, I'd be surprised if you didn't. Uh, it, what a pleasure to have him on the show here this morning for you. Uh, we've got to, to move out of the way here. Jake's coming in. She's got the top nine at nine coming up momentarily.